Janelle Monáe, Gillian Anderson, Meg from Hercules, Sasha Kazantseva, Samantha Ronson and Lindsay Lohan, specifically when they were together, Tilda Swinton, Kate Blanchett, Marina Abramovich, Jodie Comer, Leah Delaria, Claire Duvall, Samira Wiley, Rosie O'Donnell, Miss Honey, Lol, May Martin, St. Vincent, Frankie from Wentworth, <laughs> Angelina Jolie, Miriam Margulies, and Chris from Christie and the Queens, Mercedes Diacosta, Cara Delevingne and Ashley Benson's sex bench. Not them, just their sex bench. Lesbian FM. Lesbian FM. Lesbian FM. Is <laughs> that a bit shit? I'm doing no one. I'm trying not to laugh. <laughs> Hello, sweet babes. It's Coco Cole here. I'm a professional radio broadcaster, DJ, music producer, voiceover artist, and full-time unrequited lover. And I've just compiled the interviews that I did on the first ever Instagram live stream of Lesbian FM, which initially was a joke between myself and Celeste Guinness, who is the founder of the iconic lesbian club night here in London that's called Female Trouble. But as quarantine has extended to what is around eight weeks now, we've lost our beloved queer spaces where we would normally meet, keep each other company, catch up. So Celeste and I thought that we would do a live stream on the Female Trouble Instagram page to talk to various people from our community and provide a little bit of light entertainment, keep everyone connected. The initial idea for this, hence why it's called Lesbian FM, was to edit these chats together with music. But as I was listening back and trying to cut the chats down to fit in a radio show, I felt like I wasn't doing them justice and couldn't help but think that this would all sit nicer as a podcast. So I spoke to Celeste and a few of you, and we've all agreed that this is better, so I'm stripping it down, ditching the music, and letting this exist as just lesbians having a chit-chat. For our first episode, we hear from one of my best friends, Shauna, who is an internet detective and is now serving as our lesbian gossip correspondent. We were then joined by Charlotte Callis, who explained the wonderful world of kombucha and fermenting, And finally, we caught up with the gorgeous Goblina who is in Moscow, and we got an insight into what lesbian lockdown is like there. Pop this on to keep you company whilst you're making your lunch, cutting your fringe, or watering your houseplants. And we're going to start with Celeste. A little bit late, but if I wasn't, would it even be me? (laughs) (laughs) How have you been? Like, what have you been up to? I see that you decorated the pub that you live above. Yeah, we did some major decoration. I'm going to show you little bit of a window so across the two two of my windows it has this for lesbian visibility nice <laughs> just letting it be known <laughs> yes, we've got previous female trouble posters and coco this was one you did de- you dj did this one opus dyke can you remember that one i remember yeah. it so well if you're tuning in now and you don't know what we're talking about so we had a, a female trouble night where it was about a like we kind of took the piss out of like cults a little bit we were a cult. Oh, come <laughs> we on were a cult. Go back straight <laughs> but we had these different houses that had like a dyke mother and one of them was rachel vice 
and Shauna made a fountain that had her head on it and she was like spitting out water. It was, like, it was genius. Many people like tongued the water that night, which was pretty mm. geek. You're not going to get that kind of behavior post-quarantine, are you? <laughs> yeah. I think the days of Rachel Weiss fountains in Superstore are <laughs> not very COVID-friendly. No, they're not. They're not okay. at all. Okay, so do, how, how, do we, how do we tag team out so Shauna can... Oh, I think I just crossed you off. Oh, that's really savage. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Bye. All right. Bye, bitch. There she is, our lovely founder, Celeste. And now it's time to get some steaming hot lesbian tea from our gossip correspondent, Shauna Keen. Why, hello. Yeah, <laughs> I'm here. How's we it going? Oh, I'm so happy to see your face. So for those of you watching, me and Shauna Keen are best friends. So much so we actually have matching tattoos, which is like so obvious. <laughs> we got them at a night called Gay Ass Astrology, <laughs> which just sums it up, to be honest. Yeah, not as good as female chopper though, is it? So Shauna, you are joining us tonight yeah, yeah. on the Lesbian FM yeah. to um, serve as our queer gossip correspondent. I know, big shoes to fill. <laughs> yeah, because um, what, what people don't know about you is that you're actually an internet detective. <laughs> and since knowing you, I have become, you know, pretty, pretty well versed in every the love life of every single lesbian in london to be honest um, i mean because <laughs> you just find out we're not going to be we're not going to be naming people by the way but in fact we're going to concentrate a little bit on the celebrities because everyone you know we can talk about celebrities what's been going on what have you seen you know what celebrity world's been quite pretty quiet because nobody can really leave the house so it's harder <laughs> for me to do my spy work where's the drama where is it but big one for you know the lesbian uh, community out there in the last couple of weeks we've got the return of killing eve um, which has been a momentous occasion for myself <laughs> i'm not going to give any spoilers because that would be rude the wardrobe on the killing eve has just been great i mean they have like really ramped up the jodie comer diconic level this season it's all double-breasted blazers you know strong walks you know, I go to bed every night just hoping that I'll be a lapel on her one of her double-breasted jackets. <laughs> I see. I see. Yeah, that's um, an interesting so. take. Yeah. <laughs> How do you feel about it, Coco? I feel so good. I had to give myself like a week to get myself ready to watch it. Yeah, it puts me in a headspace that is very intense to be in. Yeah, um, it's meditative. No, it's not meditative. Not for me. <laughs> I'm like aggressively tense at how much I want Villanelle to murder everything on me. So, Fair. I mean, I'm likewise. We all want it. We all want it. Likewise. So yeah, that's been a big moment for me. In terms of celebrity gossip, it's been pretty quiet. You know, nobody's been sanctioned walking together. There's been no kind of big news lately. So yeah, that's that's kind of me in the celebrity world. You do? Wow. Yeah. A great correspondent you I are. I didn't know I was a celebrity lesbian gossip correspondent. I briefed you so many times about this. I feel like lesbian celebrity gossip peaked at the Cara sex swing. We all remember that photograph, Ashley Benson, Cara Delevingne, both entering her property, carrying a sex swing. Interesting, sort of COVID rela uh, related. The sale of sex toys since COVID-19 has skyrocketed. No shit. Yeah. 
Big news as well, you know, a woman has just discovered that two of her hens are les in a lesbian relationship. Lesbian chickens! Lesbian chickens! <laughs> I, I dug deep for that one. <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny, but it really is. Okay, let's, let's ask about lesbian quarantine trends. Well, I have the ultimate COVID lesbian question right now, which is... Is quarantining together the ultimate form of U-Haul? Yes or no? Leave it down in the comments. Um, what are we saying, people? What are we saying? You know, it's as if our whole community's been building up to this one momentous occasion for literally hundreds and hundreds <laughs> of years. <laughs> Just building it right up to the point where the government has said that you need to <laughs> stick together. You're not allowed to leave. You're not allowed to leave. You're not allowed to hang out with anyone else. You can go for walks together. You need to cook soups, make bread, maybe throw in some hummus in there like i mean come on now <laughs> like i mean we had u-haul we thought you know that was a whole ass aesthetic but this is just quarantine it's truly it's up a there. Thing. government sanctioned u-hauling is we're just ready it's in our genes you know honestly though i've never seen anything like it here's a question though do you think it's easier to quarantine with someone that you're in newly together with or that you've been together with for a while? As in you're in the honeymoon period or you've been together for quite a bit? Quite a bit. It's, gotta be, it's gotta be the honeymoon period, doesn't it? Cause then you're like doing stuff. So <laughs> I can imagine, you know, time time flies when you have, when you're just being a fruitful young chicken. <laughs> doing bits and pieces. Here's a question for you. What's been your favorite recipe that you've seen on an Instagram story from a member of the queer community? Anything chickpeas for me personally, you've got yourself a winner. Winner, winner, chickpea dinner. <laughs> lesbian chicken dinner. Yeah. Hashtag lesbian chicken visibility 2020. That one's for you, uh, Celeste. Oh my. So how am I doing there? Are you going to hire me again as a correspondent? Maybe. You're going to need to dig deeper though for some of this queer tea. You can't just turn up and be like, there's nothing to say. There was lesbian hens. What more do you want from me? <laughs> No, that was pretty good. Babe, I love you good. so much. We're going to swap out now and talk to Charlotte Callis about fermenting. Bye. Bye. Okay, so Shauna needs to work on her correspondence skills just a little bit, but we'll let her off because she's so gorgeous and one of the funniest people I've ever met. I don't know about you, but I've been seeing a lot of new hobbies popping up from everyone during quarantine. And one of them that really caught my eye was fermenting, which our lovely female trouble friend Charlotte Callis has been doing at home. She has been showing a lot of fleshy looking mushroom style things on her Instagram and I hit her up and was like dude you're gonna have to explain what's going on. I think there's more going on in my fermentation vessel than there is in the lesbian celebrity scene right now. So I just started to ferment fruit and veg doing mushrooms at the moment. I actually don't have any to show you, but I've got a kombucha to show you. Okay, right. I have so many questions. Mm -hmm. Go like, for it. When I hear the word ferment, I think of like beer, probably. That's like the first yeah, thing sure. people's heads. Yeah. So like, are you making beer? No, not making beer. What kombucha is, with the SCOBY, uh, so it's a, it's a symbiotic culture of yeast and bacteria. So when you put the mother, the SCOBY, inside a sugary liquid, what it does is it eats the sugars, turns them into alcohol, and at that point you would perhaps keep it at an alcohol level if you were fermenting beers or wines, whatever, cider. But with kombucha, you leave it to then 
absorb the alcohol content into um, acetic acid. So what you do is you get it to a perfect level. So on, I have litmus papers. <laughs> and when it gets to between three and four on the pH scale, that's when you can remove it. And it'll have a slight sweetness to it, but it'll be a bit more acidic. So you've been basically making vaginas. Exactly. Do you want to see one? <laughs> I don't know if any of you follow Charlotte, but um, I've been seeing some of what's called a SCOBY. Even the name is like, um, no disrespect to fermenting. I think it's great what you're doing, but this bit's like weirds me out. And it can only, it looks like flesh. It looks like something. It does look like fresh. And it's really heavy and meaty. <laughs> Oh, so this is oh. like this is a scoby. That's a scoby. <laughs> so you guys, when you go to Tesco and you get your really posh kombucha that costs about four pounds, <laughs> this is the the fleshy, meaty bits that go in it. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh. Where? Where? Okay. Right. Oh my goodness. I'm so. Interested. So, what do you get that from? My mum has been fermenting kombucha since I was about three years old, which was pretty embarrassing when people used to come around for dinner or I would like make them a sandwich or something and open the fridge and there's these large vessels of flesh inside the fridge and everyone's like, what the hell is that? Oh my God. Um, so my mum has been brewing kombucha, yeah, since I was um, really young. And she actually gave me the fir my first scoby. Um, I actually didn't intend on brewing my own kombucha at all, but then when it became like a thing, and it's now in like bars and stuff in London. I was like, okay, I'm gonna give it a go. So she sent it to me in the post. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so she wrapped it up in a bag, sent it to me in the post. And then, yeah, um, you basically use that SCOBY and then the liquid that it comes with, which is technically called a backslop. <laughs> Disgusting I mean, name. You know the name. <laughs> And you put the backslot the invention of, like, in the sugary liquid <laughs> in a vessel like this. So I've just taken this kombucha out today. This is elderflower kombucha. And this is the scoby inside the vessel with the backslop. <laughs> when you're fermenting a batch, like the scoby, can you then use it again in a new batch? You can use it again in a new batch. But what a scoby does is it retains the flavours of the tea that it's fermented. So for example, um, I'm uh, in this tea here, I've got elderflower. So if you smell the scoby, you can smell the floral elderflower flavors. So what you want to do is when you produce a new kombucha, because the scoby multiplies every time you brew a batch. So you start off with one scoby, you brew a new batch and it grows one underneath, so on and so forth. So what you want to do is when you're brewing a second batch is you want to put it either with a, like a complementary flavor. So you could put elderflower perhaps with ginger or lemon or just brew a new batch of, of the same flavor. Whoa. So I tend to use complementary flavors. Right now on the go, I've got lemon verbena, ginger and lemon, and I've got elderflower. So they're all quite complementary. So I can just swap the scobies around. <laughs> How long does it take to make a batch? So it depends on the heat of your home. So a lot of people say it can take up to two weeks, but I, in my home, it takes about four weeks. And you do have to keep taste testing it as well because it totally depends if it's really warm outside. Obviously, it'll ferment quicker. So I would say every six days, you just pour a little bit in a glass and have a taste test and make sure it's at the right sweetness and acidity before you start bottling it up. So after about four weeks, I put it in a bottle and then you fill it right to the top and then you put it in the fridge and then it'll start to carbonate. It also Amazing. continues fermenting as well. So sometimes it can get a little bit too vinegary, but that you can use for other things. It is, it's got a vast amount of culinary 
All right, give us a little peppering of, of that then, what it can do. So you can have it as a marinade, you can have it as a vinaigrette for a salad dressing, or also you can put it in a pan and reduce it and simmer it right down so you can have it as a syrup for ice cream or waffles, mm. pancakes, things like that. Mm. So yeah, nothing goes to waste. <laughs> Whoa, that sounds so cool. All mm. right, so for anyone that is like wants to get into it, try it whilst they're in quarantine. How? What's the best way to start? How do they get their hands on a Scooby? So you can actually find them on eBay. <laughs> they go for around 10 pounds. Type in kombucha Scooby on eBay and you can get one delivered to your home. And what you need to do is get yourself a vessel. So you can start off small or you can get a larger vessel. You can get these from like Sainsbury's or The Range or you can even get these off eBay as well. And what you want to do is wait for the scoby to come. Get yourself water and some granulated sugar. You need 240 grams of sugar and that's just the standard white granulated sugar. You need seven cups of filtered water and then your chosen herbs. So here you can get these on eBay as well. That's the elderflower. This is like two pounds on eBay with delivery, which is really great. And you can get lemon verbena and other stuff on there, like nettle and things like that. And then dissolve the water and the sugar in the pan. Uh, then put your elderflower in or your lemon verbena or ginger or whatever. Stir that up as well. Let it go cold. Add in the rest of the water. Pop it in your vessel. Pop your scoby on top. And then there you have it. Put it in a dark place because sunlight actually uh, kills the healthy gut bacteria in there and you want to keep all oh. that in the vessel. Wow! Yeah. That was so interesting. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. That's all right. I really, really appreciate it. I loved it. I loved some science. And thank you for demystifying the Scoby. Scoby. No worries. I love that. Thanks thank so much. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you for having me. Oh, my pleasure. We might have to get you back to talk about plants. Definitely. You know, you yeah. I, plant I had them already just in case you asked me, but oh, we'll do it next time. Next time. Next time. We love Definitely. you. Thank you so much. Love you guys. Thanks Bye. for having me. Bye. Don't you just love listening to people talk about something they're really passionate about? I loved that. Big up, Charlotte. Thank you so much. And now we all know what fermenting is and scobies are not scary. Apparently they're delicious. Up next, what we did was actually so special and I'm so happy we managed to do this and it's something that I'd like to definitely develop in further episodes of Lesbian FM. But we actually spoke to Goblina, who is one of our female trouble followers on Instagram, and she is currently in Moscow. So we dialed in and had a chat with her to see what was going on there. Hey! Hi! How exciting! <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. It's um, really nice because there's no such communities here. <laughs> oh, babe, you're so, so, so welcome. You're absolutely so welcome to join our family. Nice. I actually used to live in London. I left in 2016. So if anyone wants a Russian lesbian male order bride... <laughs> yes! I was, thinking, I was wondering how to turn the female trouble Instagram live story into like a dating kind of blind date situation. Yeah. I'm, I'm still working out how to do it because I think it's going to be really good. But. I come to London really often though anyway. so What have you been getting up to? What's, give us a rundown. Like, What's the climate like over there? What's going on? Are you in lockdown? Yes. So we are in lockdown. I have no work. Basically, I decided to become um, a cat mom. 
I took um, Kat from a shelter right before the quarantine began. He's going crazy over there. <laughs> so, so in Moscow, everyone's also locked down there as well, yeah? Yes, we are. And if you want to go out somewhere, you have to like get this digital approval that you can go out somewhere. And you have to yeah. like put the address on and stuff and you can go like twice a week somewhere. If you don't have a job, you know, like that's related to med medical, you know, or like, yeah, but I'm just at home because I've lost my clients for now as a tattoo artist and, uh, you just know, just got to roll with it. Just so tempted to tattoo myself. Because, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you'll come out of quarantine just like covered. I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to do um, my, my cat's name. Oh, I come to London to tattoo basically before quarantine i was thinking oh i'm gonna go to london now every month because it's well you know great work and great clients and stuff did you make it did you ever make it down to one of the female trouble parties no just because oh. i've left like you know quite a long time ago now and there's been lots of change in the scene and when i used to go out in london it was all like vogue fabrics like charles jeffrey's lover boy parties like at the very 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 beginning so it was. Yeah, that was a pretty good era then. That was, was yeah, that was amazing. That was amazing. <laughs> it was like lots of dressing up and stuff. Yes, I'm, I'm so nostalgic. Oh, we all are. We all yeah. Are, <laughs> are you living by yourself? Yes. Oh my um, goodness. Same, same. Yeah. Almost you hold. Oh, we decided <laughs> not <well>. to. <laughs> I see. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. I'm, in, I'm impressed actually. I'm impressed. Yeah. Maybe it's the, you know, Russian just seriousness of it all. Yeah, the, the community, the women are really different here. Okay, do you want to give us a little insight into that? How, like, different how? Uh, just because I've spent like six or seven years living abroad, like in, in, in the UK, then in Germany. I think I became quite like Europeanized, you know? And when I tried to date here, it's... It's really different. Mm. Like, uh, I don't know. Which people are just not really like into this queer community things. You know, they don't really know what's happening in the scene. They don't know the the like words and stuff, like what's relevant and not. You know, they don't live that queer life. You know, mm. 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 they don't follow really. Although the queer scene is like being born right now. And okay. we have Sasha Kazantseva. She's like the most important lesbian of Russia. So she's a writer and uh, she is now in Dazed 100. So wow. go vote for her because we can bring out that Russia has lesbians as well, yeah. as, as well as gay men, you know? It's a big thing for us. From our perspective, it comes across that it's really not acceptable to be kind of very outwardly gay in Russia. So is it difficult, therefore, to, you know, to have people to stand up for you? Or no one will stand up for you. Like, no one. I am quite like, you know, I'm femme. I actually, just a couple of days ago, I did a bus cut. Oh, really? It looks amazing. <laughs> thank it you, looks, thank you. <laughs> but yeah, before I was like more like femme passing i suppose so when i used to go out with my girl she's very feminine so if we would like hold hands it's it's fine for russia because like two pretty girls like we are young looking yeah. so it's fine but when we're going to be a bit older it's going to change plus now yeah. i am bold like today i got so many stares when i was walking down the street like i went to the pharmacy to pick up something 
and like men would like tell like things to me because now I'm bold, <laughs> you know. Wow. Yeah. Wow. But yeah, you gotta have a real thick skin for that. Yeah. It's not like as bad as the media portrays, okay. you know, but you can't really be yourself on the streets. So mm. you have well, all the fun at home. Yeah. And I guess yeah. that kind of, that must in, in some way contribute, I think, to what you're saying about how people are in the scene and that it's not, it's like, it's just toned down a little bit. But there is like a real divide between like gay men and gay women. Okay. Um, and for example, gay men, they have their thing going on and they don't want real, they really don't want you in their parties. They want women to pay more for the entry, for example, which is fucking... I don't know. It's well. it's rank. <laughs> and then you have the like the lesbians which are like the older generation like more butch women and we have this one party, this one lesbian party here. But I think it's um it's for a slightly older women mm -hmm. in their like 30s, 40s, I think, because when I went there I was like me and my friend were the only one who were like dressed up and like all makeup and stuff and we got like looks and um the yeah it was really shit to be honest and unfriendly mm -hmm. so we felt like outsiders so for like femme women it's really difficult to meet each other um I don't know, Tinder is kind of dead, like nobody responds to you and Pretty stuff. Pretty shit here as well, babe. <laughs> don't <worry>. <sighs> I don't know, like, it's, yeah. yeah. It is about finding your scene. I think that's what I love so much about female trouble is that it's, we found this party of kind I of like-minded. that in London yeah. because yeah. you have the real community. Like, you, are, you guys are so fucking blessed. We're trying to create something right now with my friends. We hope that maybe something will come out of it, but it's also really difficult. You know, you can go to prison and you can get beaten up. And I don't know, honestly, it, it, it sounds <laughs> wild. Like, the fact that you're just being you is is, is huge, I think. Really. Sasha Kazantseva, the, the writer, like, the fact that she is, like, she's talking, like, all the lesbian talk you, you can, you know. She's very, like, kind of famous in Russia. I really admire her for her openness because uh, she, like, it's Russia. She can be killed. That's, yeah, that's that's, that's like it's it's just it's just a little thought, you know. Like, it, <laughs> I wanted to say like Russia is not as bad, but like shit can happen, you know, because it's Russia. <laughs> it's, it's different. It's different, you know. That's, that's different. That's, that's what we say. It's different. Well, we, we've loved talking to you and you are definitely part of the Female Trouble family now. Thank 100%. you. I'm, I'm looking forward to meet you when I next come. Yeah, come down. Come down. Um, hey, maybe we'll do a Female Trouble in Moscow. I'll have to talk to Celeste about it. <laughs> yes! Come! I'll, I'll host all of you. Yes. <laughs> oh my goodness. Please. Thank it's you been so amazing. much. We will we'll hopefully talk to you again sometime soon as we'd like to keep in touch and, and check in on you, yeah? Thank you so much for having me. Baby, it's been a pleasure. Love. Bye. Love. Bye. Wow, that was such a special moment. London to Moscow. And to hear Goblina saying that she loved feeling like she was part of our little crew just for 10 minutes. It was so special to her. So I love that. We love you, Goblina. And there we have it. Lesbian FM. Cute and understated. 
We'll be back at some point in the future with more live stream chats with loads of lovely babes from our community. I love the idea as well of reaching out to our fellow lezers from around the world. So I'm going to uh, have a little look into that. going to work on the dating idea as well. Blind, not blind, Zoom, lesbian dating. I think we can make that happen, right? To find out when the next live stream will be, you can follow us on Instagram at It's Female Trouble. I'm at Coco Cole. And please DM us if you are a queer babe and you would like to talk to us, you would like to tell us about how your experience is, especially if you have or do an activity and you would like to talk about it. We'd love to hear about what you're interested in, what makes you tick. Hang on in there, stay safe, we love you, and we will all see each other again soon. Bye.